come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. And you will face the sea of darkness and all therein to be explored in the Saturday Night Freak Show. Good afternoon, or evening, friends, on the Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> I'm Colin, and I'm sitting here at a table in my bar, along with... Brent. This is Travis, and I hate ungodly warlocks. Sean. This is Tom. Sean is back. The Saturday Night Freak Show. Yeah, we got a special guest tonight, Sean, and we're coming to you from in front of a live studio audience. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. Of one. <laughs> you, a may, spectator. You, you may remember Sean from such podcasts as... True Romance. True Romance. <laughs> So, uh, for those of you just joining us, the Saturday Night Freak Show, the idea is that there's a group of us, and every Saturday night we sit around in my basement and watch movies. The movies are chosen by a member of the Freak Show, one every week, then the rest of us watch it, and then we get together and talk about what we've seen. So tonight's movie pick was mine, and uh, I had a dream come true tonight. I had an entire room of people watching Lucio Fulci's epic, The Beyond. And it was awesome. <laughs> also known as Seven Doors of Death to the American audiences. Right, yeah. This movie came out in 1981, but uh, I, I want to say it was edited, but I'm not entirely sure. It was definitely edited because, yeah, I didn't remember that window scene from the... I've seen Seven Doors of Death pretty much probably as many times as I've seen The Beyond. So yeah. I'm pretty, and I'm sure that like a few of the angles of uh, the little girl's head getting blown up... <laughs> Well, that, we are also that, a spoiler show. That's you know, right. We, we usually say what movies that we're going to watch the next week. That way, hopefully, you will try to search out the movie, and watch it, along. and then see if you agree with our commentary or if not. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know that uh, when it came out, they changed the they changed the name to The Seven Doors of Death. They changed the director. It's an Italian guy named Lucio Fulci. They changed that to Lewis Fuller, and then like even the, really? the yeah even the like Katarina McCall, the star, she became like Catherine McCall or something like that. I don't know. It's all you know strange how those things work. And it's another one of those awesome uh, Italian movies like Django, which we watched a couple of weeks ago, where in Italy they shoot everything without sound. Like there's no sound equipment running at all. And then they dub everything, and every performance is dubbed in later. Really? And I think, like, part of that was their idea being that, you know, I mean, again, I think it's just because it's the way they've done it since the beginning, but uh, what I think they're saying is it's they're trying to get a performance and, like, like, the physical performance and separate that from the vocal performance. Like, we can get a better performance if you come in and do your vocal lines later. Well, they're also really big. I mean, even Roger Corman in the 60s, they were just really big with trying to make, like, international pictures, you know? Yeah. Even uh, some of the Godzilla movies had American stars as early as the the 60s, just because, you know, that was the idea to, uh, you know, oh, we can have this American star, this Italian star, this French star, and... Yeah, and it's going to be an international movie, so, you know, knowing that it's going to be seen in Germany or in, you know, uh, France or Spain or whatever, knowing that it was going to be dubbed over anyway, I don't think they cared, you know, like, that, you know. (laughs) No, whatever. It's just, we'll dub it in French. Almost everything was ADR'd anywho, so they're just like, well, well. Yeah. 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 So the Beyond is a story about uh, a hotel that's built on one of the seven doors to hell 
and uh, a painter like sets us free in 1927, and then a woman in 1981 inherits the place, and all sorts of shit goes down. Yeah, what do you all think sorts. actually opens the seventh gateway? Do you think it was the actual crucifixion of of the artist, or do you think it was the fact that water decayed the wall? I don't think anybody knows, because I don't even think the director probably knows. No, 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 no. He had, well, he had uh, a specific something going on here. Yeah, he made another movie called uh, City of the Living Dead. Well, Fulci's done like a, a ton of stuff, but he did a movie called The City of the Living Dead, and that also has like the same The kind of Seven idea, Doors of Death. There's Seven Doors to Hell. But it's like a priest who gets murdered. Yeah, the priest kills himself, and that's been foretold, and that opens the like one of the doors of yeah, no. the priest goes around looking at people, then things happen to him. Yeah. Not as good as this one. <laughs> I I was like, oh my god, I have to watch this and own it because it's part of the beyond. And uh, <laughs> well, Lucio Fulci, he's known. There's him and there's Herschel Gordon Lewis. They're both given the title of the Godfather of Gore. Right? Herschel Gordon Lewis is the guy I think maybe invented the whole genre with uh, Blood Feast in 1954. Oh. It's like a drive-in movie. But Fulci's got, like, I mean, everything that he did, I think, like, following, uh, what was it, Zombie? I think he did Zombie, you know, which was, like, a kind of sequel to Dawn of the Dead. Uh, sure. And yeah. after that, it was, like, everything was just, like, you know, like, splatterific. I mean, like, the, the gore in this movie is so awesome. It's, like, where most movies would cut away, Fulci's camera, like, goes in for a yeah, close-up. we say awesome as in the uh, idea of it. I mean, so it's like the execution, as you got to remember, the early 80s. We're not talking, you know, American early 80s special effects. We're talking early 80s special effects of Italians. So sometimes the effects leave something to be desired, but... But the uh, the horrific uh, intensity is still there nonetheless. Yeah, they make up for it in tarantulas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a but smart idea to put real tarantulas <laughs> along with the fake tarantulas. That way you're looking at the like really cool moving ones while the other ones are like kind of jostling back and forth just to add more <laughs> spiders in the scene. We're referring, of course, to an awesome scene in the movie. If you've seen it, you'll never forget this. A uh, gaggle of spiders? Is that what we're going to say? Uh, yeah. Like, Crawls across the floor making sounds that Tom, what you, were you describing that? Oh, it was uh, spiders on rusty <laughs> tricycles. I'm not joking. Yeah, with like moaning in the background. <laughs> oh. But remember the rusty tricycle sounds. What? No, go ahead. Well, just they, they come <laughs> up on this guy who's like been laid out, and they crawl up onto his face, and then they tear apart his face. They go in, pull his eyeballs out, puncture his, his tongue, take oh, pieces tongue. out of his nose his and lips. his lips, yeah. and it's just like you cannot believe what you are seeing. And at times, I mean, like kind of like what Travis was saying, like you can tell it's a mask at times, but it doesn't matter because yeah, it's just so like the gore. Oh. The gore it was is still incredible. like I mean, they the, went the whole basement, everybody was just kind of like, just groaning and going, oh my god, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Um, I was in heaven. Our, our uh, uh... Alicia went upstairs for most of this whole scene. She, she yeah. missed the whole scene. Comes downstairs at the tail end of the, of the, of the, the, of the scene, and just has this look of just utter, just like, what the hell did I just stumble into? I And she was just horrified. We're like, ah, you, you, you missed, you missed all of it. Like the the best parts, you, you haven't seen nothing. I think I actually said, was that the worst of it? Like, no. I think this no. is definitely the first title to live up to the freak show 
name. Yeah, we should. The tag for this episode should probably be just Alicia watching that scene and giving yeah. her commentary on it because she didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not a bad idea. Come with us now, if it's. Well, it's crazy because exactly like if they were to make that scene today. That would be like you would cut before they rip the eyeball yeah. out of the yeah. actual. Yeah, you have to cut this. I mean, well, that's hour. yeah, but that's the yeah. thing. I mean, like all of his mo- and the and Italian horror cinema in general. I think like that's where they went. They just went like into pure exploitation, where it's like we're just going to go into gore exploitation. <laughs> you know, I mean, they do. They linger. I mean, it's gore just weird how like it lingers. It's like you know anybody else in any movie. You're used to that rhythm where like you know somebody like the knife comes down. And you cut away to a reaction of somebody going, <gasps> and then you cut back in on like you know like a two second shot or less, one second of like blood shirt spurting out. Right. In this movie, it's like we hit him with the knife. We don't cut away, and then we zoom in, and then we hang out as the blood's like squirting out for like three seconds. Right. Like They're like seconds. five minute death scenes, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, like just drags it out. It's uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's like a music video. <laughs> yeah. it is. It's a gory kind of music video. I mean, well, this is a question for the group, I guess. I mean, I was talking with Tom about this earlier. It's like, you know, there's some, I mean, we're talking basically about, you know, like, you know, human death and murder and stuff like that. But human it's done in death. a way that, you know, I mean, I don't think you feel uncomfortable cheering along with, like, this kind of, like, insane, over-the-top, right. like, super gory, you know, uh, uh, version of it. I think if you know we were all sitting there horrified, you know, you'd know that you'd, like the movie's crossed. Well, the line, I mean, they, they they do actually murder a child. I mean, her head explodes. But like she was water already <laughs> like possessed. Yeah, it she was, was right. She she kind of deserved it. Like yeah. I think she we all was, agree uh, that might have gotten the biggest cheer. Of the movie. It. Yeah, she was she, she was, was leading them to the zombie horde. She was a zombie child. She was part of them. She had to go. Once the gateway to hell is open and you get possessed, you're done for. But like with the other zombies, you know, our our main character with the gun, he's just blasting zombies, you know. But he's kind of thinking about it and aiming. When the little girl shows up, he doesn't hesitate for one second. He just takes the gun and blasts her awesome. in the forehead. Just turns around, kapow! Yeah, it's great. It's really <laughs> that was probably great. one of the angles they they cut out was in the American version was just the head blowing up. They probably like the head it down because they did what two angles. In this, it went yeah, blah, yeah, yeah, went yeah. to the side. Yeah. yeah, they probably cut one of the angles. Yeah, that and cut that it music down. video you showed at the end, which was at was the end of the, the movie, DVD. Colin showed us a music video of a band, which looked like they were playing out of their garage. It it, it, it to me it summed up the whole movie experience because it's oh like this God. cheesy, like they're playing like here we go death metal, you know. <laughs> And uh, they showed that clip of that girl's head getting exploded like five times. <laughs> it's a centerpiece. Death metal bands like gore. They do. <laughs> That's true. They really do. Well, all right. Well, I'm curious to hear what you guys thought about this movie because, I mean, Travis and I... Travis, you said it was... Uh, your this is my favorite horror movie. <laughs> it's just that one of those, like... You know, any movie that is so bleak where it ends with hell on earth is just my kind of movie. It's just, that's what I want in a horror movie. That, like, oh my fucking god, reality is unraveling well, here. Know, it it is. It works through, like, David Warbeck's character, the doctor. It's like, you see it on his face, because, like, I don't know what what's going on with Eliza, but, like, he's like, oh, this is impossible. This can't be him. I mean, he, you see that man going through, like, you know, yeah. he's losing his mind. Yeah, you see this doubt. Uh, from the very beginning, you know, he's like, 
what you're crazy you know like he's he, he's very very doubtful from the get go until the zombies show up and then he has to start blasting zombies do we mention that this is a zombie movie this like halfway it through does, it turns into yeah. a zombie flick yeah how many Which, times have you seen it Travis oh my god countless countless <laughs> countless times I saw this movie when I was like 12 years old and I didn't even I've know just this. always seen it I didn't know this movie existed and now I, I was telling Colin what, at, by the end of the film I was like this is quickly becoming one of my favorite flicks I mean it's, <laughs> it's amazing it's, they, they've got you know everything but I clearly that noticed that this movie was not on Colin's history of horror what? 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 Yeah. I don't know. the history of horror it's was because a it's film not... series that I did with uh, Tom who had never seen a horror movie before we went through and oh. watched all the greats and the Beyond was not out. But what? Full Cheese Zombie was. Which is, I'm seeking that out and watching that next <laughs> after this. This was amazing. You have to see Zombie. Like, I'm, a, I, I'm scene with the shark. That's pretty good. Yeah, Zombie has a scene with, uh, there's a, well, first of all, it starts off with a topless diver, and she gets in the water, and you're like, okay. That's how you I'm start a movie. Touching, right? <laughs> and then a zombie shows up, underwater zombie, and you're like, whoa, oh my god, it's like, she's gonna be versus, and then a shark shows up, and attacks the zombie, and it's like, it's a dude in a zombie makeup, in the water, with a shark, I mean, like, there's no shark. way to I'm down. it's a real shark, and a dude. <laughs> it is definitely a real shark. Oh, wow. It is one of the greatest scenes ever committed. It really is, it really is, like... It's worth the purchase of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it has, of course... I think Italian movies have pacing issues. They just have a slower pace. As long as as long as long their gore scenes are, it's also as long as they're, like, every other scene in the goddamn movie is. They don't have... Uh, well, that's, that's they might spend two minutes of a person just walking up to the building just to, like, go inside the apartment. You know, it's just like, oh, my God, the... Uh, <laughs> just the <laughs> exterior shot took up like two minutes. Oh. But Maybe that's it. You know, I mean, their gore scenes have pacing issues too because you know it's staying on it longer than. Yeah, well, fuck. That's what you want. The yeah. pacing yeah. issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you say you issue, I say amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah Awesome. Yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. I thought it was awesome, but yeah, it's definitely. That's really what Dario Argento and Lucio Fulci, that's what they all. Oh my God, it's all about the. And they all have like this thing about people's eyes. I mean. Because I can think there's that scene in Dario Argento's uh, opera, right? Which has like one of the great scenes where the girl goes to the, uh, the the spyglass in the door, and the killer's outside with a gun. And I think then you see the bullet in slow motion going through the spyglass uh, channel into her eye, and then it like comes out the back and blows up a, tele- a telephone that's sitting on the floor behind her. Oh, man. Oh, and I'm like, that's the most... <laughs> you know, <laughs> we need to, we need to watch these. Crazy oh, opera is pretty seen. cool, but um, they're always like doing. I mean, Fulci more so is like always doing something to people's eyes. There's everybody in this is like they see the beyond, they go blind, right? And then there's at least three. What were we saying? Three scenes where eyeballs get plucked out, <laughs> <of heads>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or otherwise punctured. <sighs> yeah, the puncturing from the hook or whatever from the back, where it goes through through her skull. And out the other side, that's just fantastic. Well, just the where he shoots it from. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. The, the killer grabs onto her face and shoves her head onto a, a spike, popping her eyeball out. But like, you've got, you've got like her eye cam where it's just like the the hand of the killer is grabbing the camera, and you're like looking through his fingers. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> and then like there was that. the shot where it was like, I don't know how they did it, but the the spike is in the foreground, facing away from the camera. 
her head, you can see it coming back toward the, the spike, and then he, the killer is in, like, the, the background of the shot. I mean, it was like, yeah, you know, yeah. one of those, like, <laughs> inspired shots in the yeah. middle of this kind of, like, B-horror And the way they cut it all together, because, you know, they go from that shot where you see, like you said, the killer and the girl and the hook, and then they, like, cut in a close-up on the hook, and then the killer, and then, you know, the girl's point of view of the hand, and they just keep cutting it in before you get to the actual spike puncture and it's just perfect you know because by that point the audience is like oh man here it comes <laughs> it's a ballet of horror yeah yeah and it delivers every time oh i God. suppose well any kind of you know threatening someone's eyeball is like always going to get like some kind of squeamish response <laughs> you know? right yeah so i suppose that's why that's he does it but you know it's like man yeah, because he does oh, like the eyeballs. He, he the hates eyeballs. Dude, that's ears, my thing, too. That's, you know, as many <laughs> horror movies as I've... <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much. As many horror movies as I've watched, you know, when things aren't... The boo scares aren't scary, you need to go for the eyes. And then there's you also... high gore factor. With all the great gore, there's also these really wonderful moments of slow motion. Like, you know, he... They the camera they they ramp it up to whatever it was you know so it's just like these perfect like like I think there's a scene where uh, is it Emily the yeah Emily the blind girl the blind girl yeah oh Emily yeah she's like she she runs out of one of the like the house and they show that scene like ten times but it's, it's awesome a memory scene <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. which is like I mean that's like an Italian <laughs> yeah. like trademark Dario Argento I mean they're always like what did I see yeah. image what did yeah. I see image what did I see image they're always like re-examining the image over and over yeah. that's like that very like novelesque you yeah. know that's like well, what you would read in a novel like re-examining your memory over and over again for the pictures you see well it's kind of like see I, I almost think like that scene or that moment is more in style with like Dario Argento stuff because he does more of the like well I mean it, it seems almost more like an Alfred Hitchcock kind of you know uh, moment but Argento you know does it he makes more of these they call them in, in, in Italy they're called the giallos and they're like these psychological thrillers where you have a killer with black gloves who you never see you always see <laughs> yeah. like his point of view as he kills people and then you know we have to figure out who the killer is and there's always the moment where the hero Who's never really like a heroic person? It's more like an everyman who's caught in this secret, you know, a web of events has to, you know, like doubts his memory, but his memory holds a key, something that he saw, yeah. identified the killer, but he can't figure out what it is. Like in there's a bunch of Argento movies like that, and other giallos like that. So it's almost oh, like Fulci was ripping that off for this because this movie doesn't have that structure. It's like every Argento. I mean, Bird with the Crystal Plumage, uh, Suspiria. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, well, all the early ones. Almost all. Early. He's always like, "What did I see? What did I see?" Yeah, which yeah. is interesting. It's an interesting. I way also to do think yeah. this movie, The Beyond, was probably because it came out in '81. I'm thinking that Fulci saw The Shining, and was like, "Hotel," because there's like <laughs> room 36 instead of 237 right. in The Shining, right? I mean, it's a it's a haunted hotel. I mean, this is Fulci's version of The Shining, I think. Probably, yeah. it's hmm. it's it just seems like more of a roller coaster version of not well, not that it seems exactly like The Shining, but a nonsensical roller coaster version. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Tom <laughs> thinks it's nonsensical. We're, I was waiting for this. <laughs> God all right, damn all right, it, Tom. All right, so I'm going to give my opinion of the movie. All right, here, here we go. Here you we go. give it out. Here we go. What do you think about the score, Tom? Huh? Ah. I hated the score as well. Uh, no, the the movie is a bad movie. Oh. Right? 
It is it is a bad, Let me bad Adam. movie. Let me Ouch. Adam. Um, it the plot made absolutely no sense. Uh, the score, you know, I mean, take what you will. I found the score to be annoying and repetitive. Ouch. Um, <laughs> the I, I'm not a fan of gore, but you know, so that I'm not a fan of horror movies in general. So uh. I mean, that's what whatever. Um, Wait, hold on. I quickly stop you. Was it uh, was it, as a horror movie? Was it scary at all? Uh, the, well, uh, the 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 spider scene. If you if they had, if they had changed the sound effects so that they're not on tricycles, <laughs> probably would a little bit more scary. But I mean that that whole scene with the spiders that was pretty scary, and, and the zombie makeup was pretty good. Like of the really undead. I mean, like it's it's pretty gore gore factory. Um. Like the the thing with this movie is like, you know, it, it it's a bad movie, and I think Ugh. we probably all agree that it's, it is a bad yeah, movie. Quit saying that, no, the no. Th- <laughs> the thing with we this can't movie wait. Hold on, hold on. That's we, propaganda. We, 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 That's probably. You see how he keeps repeating it. <laughs> the, thi- the thing with this movie is is like watching it with a group of friends and a group of people. It's a fun movie. It's it's a fun experience because like you're watching these gore scenes and you're just like, oh my god, oh, and, and like since the plot makes no sense, he's like loading the b- bullets from the barrel and you're kind of like calling out like, oh, how'd that happen? And you know, like, they say like, Avon, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, just as like don't that, confuse that, people. That's, that's out of context, folks. <laughs> kind of like, a, I mean, it was just kind of like a. To me, it was just a fun experience with like a mystery science theater type. Like it was that level of. It was like that movie was like a mystery science theater movie, and we were watching it as a group, kind of, and it was that kind of experience to me. So in that essence. It was a fun experience, and it was a f- so like you know if you were to watch this movie with a group of friends, it's great. It's, it's a phenomenal experience if you're having fun. All right, time two minutes are up. Travis, your rebuttal. Well, here wait, let's hear <laughs> no, from. Uh, no, I want to hear Travis's rebuttal. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, that was my pick for the movie. Wait, I mean, oh, I would say you know that the I, I would kind of agree with you that I mean I don't think that you could hold this up in court as an example of a good movie. There's right. too many mistakes. It really, I don't think, does make any sense. Like, well, I mean, it does, but there's a lot of moments where, it, like, there's lapses in logic. But I don't think that's what they're going for. I think you are, you are going for the exploitation elements. It's laying on atmosphere really thick. It's laying on gore with, like, shovel loads. I mean, it knows who its audience is. To Like, the audience is going there and is cheering along all of this stuff. Right, like a tarantula ripped a guy's eye out. Like, But everybody right. keeps on saying it doesn't make yeah. sense. Man, the gate of hell was opened. <laughs> hell is seeking into the world. Linear time ceases to exist. Yeah, but a I mean, non-reality is now in place of what we see, you know. That, right. Well, and that's why they're just All right, let me give you an example. Okay, and this is like I'm, I'm making a case against my own movie pick. But <laughs> they, okay, so they find a body of the artist who was uh, lynched in the hotel in 1927. They find it. They bring it to the morgue, and it's on a table. So the the doctor, well, so one of the doctors says, you know what I'm going to do with this? This is the, what you obviously do. Right. I'm going to hook it up to my right. brainwave machine. And the other doctor's like, well, you have fun with that. I'm doing an autopsy when I get back, and he leaves. So the guy 
hooks the body, this dead body, for no reason up to his brainwave machine, like puts electrodes on the side of his head, and hooks it up to what looks to be a heart monitor. And wouldn't you know that thing starts beeping, folks? <laughs> Brains beep, man. <laughs> Brains beep. It's that kind of thing where it's like, okay, you have to throw away like conventional, like what you're looking for, That's I don't know, conventional logic in a movie. It operates at, I think, some kind of like slapdash, you know, you can maybe argue that it's dream logic or something, just kind of, there's a hold that it has on you as like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at, but I can't stop looking at it, you know, kind of thing. Right. But, real, I mean, real, I don't know if you'd say that it's like... Real quick, since we're talking about that scene, I want to point out that the other doctor, he left and went to a bar to meet a chick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, he's like, yeah. yeah, I'll do an autopsy when I get back from the bar. And then he gets the call. I'm going to lunch. Yeah. It, it was well, you don't got to be careful with a dead person, right? You could have a few <laughs> right, yeah. and then do the autopsy. <laughs> That's Oops. true. That's true. No doctor, was he, was he missing an arm before? <laughs> well, the fuck he is now. <laughs> Wait, was that there? The doctor, exactly. for you uh, horror fans out there, or not the doctor, sorry, it's David Warbeck, but the assistant with the brainwave machine turns out to be the great Al Cliver, who's been in like all sorts of Italian horror movies. He was the, I want to say he was the boat captain in Zombie with the topless diver in the shark. Did he have that mustache? Yeah, he, he has, has all those a full beard. beard. Oh, that full no, beard. I was say, as long as he keeps that mustache that blonde, the movies, that, yeah. blonde, that blonde beard. That had blonde a fantastic, beard. phenomenal mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what was it, Martha? Like, the hotel has these two helpers that came with it. Came Martha with it. and... Arthur. Arthur. Mm. Arthur. Yeah, I don't know what the heck's going on. Arthur. Oh, we got to talk about Arthur. Uh, yeah. uh, Martha was played by uh, an actress named Veronica Lazar. The only reason I bring that up is uh, Argento did a, a movie called Inferno right before this. You've probably seen it, Argento. Yeah, but and I can't remember what it's about. She was uh, the mother of... Uh, yeah, that was one of his Three Mothers trilogy. There was like Suspiria, Inferno. Oh, Inferno was the one tears. in New York or whatever. Yeah, she was the mother of Darkness. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it, sound, it sounds more interesting than they are. <laughs> Suspiria's good, but but the other ones... And this film it gets you going right from the beginning because they have the, uh, the grindhouse right. opening the... I'm not going to sing it because I'll sound... Thank you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the story is, this is Grindhouse Releasing, put this movie out. Grindhouse Releasing is made up of two guys, Sage Stallone, the late Sage Stallone, and Bob Murkowski, I think he's an editor for Sam Raimi's movies, right? They got together with Quentin Tarantino, who had uh, Rolling Thunder Pictures, and they brought the Beyond, like, had to go to Italy and, like, do some detective work to actually find the negative of this movie so they could re-release it, I think, in, like, 2000 and, maybe it was 98 or something. But that's when I, you know, like you said, you saw it in as Seven Doors of Death. I saw it in the Quentin Tarantino re-release, you know, there's the Grindhouse releasing re-release. For the first time? For the first time. Really? That's when I found out about it. Yeah, well. I didn't even know about it before then. Uh, so here's a, a thing that I think Tom will appreciate. So Murkowski of Grindhouse Releasing, is Sam Raimi's editor. So Sam Raimi does a movie called Spider-Man, and Peter Parker, if you remember Spider-Man, Peter Parker gets bitten by a spider, and there's a couple of flash frames of, like, spiders from the beyond. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> really? That, that shot of the spider over the you know the point of view of the guy who's wow. in the space. He, oh, it's wow. the shot of the spider. It's there for like a half a second. Wow. Really? And he snuck that in because he was a fan of the movie. He, you know, <laughs> he released the movie. Go ah, back cool. and watch it. It's in there. I might have to go back and watch that then. Yeah. Spider-Man 1? Yeah. Crazy. It's right after he gets bit. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. That's, that's a beautiful. fantastic bit of trivia. I love it. That's awesome. The best frame in Spider-Man mm-hmm. is from the beyond. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the beyond? The beyond. I mean, it's amazing. Like, I, I don't have much um, <clears throat> much history with uh, foreign horror films, but uh, this is amazing. Like, I haven't watched anything like this since I was probably really young. <laughs> Me and my brother would go to the video store and get like really bad horror movies like I'm not not to say this is a bad horror movie but no it's <coughs> a bad horror no it's not a <laughs> no it's not a bad horror movie no. it's one of those like, fantastically like, bad no it I really mean, like if it's right it's, it's like so bad it's, it is better than it should be right no. like, we're just watching it out of time technically it's something else no, but it's, it's an amazing yeah. no it's an amazing it's, movies, it's an amazing movie it's a bad <laughs> like if it was bad I wouldn't want to watch anything else by Fulci but I want to look up his entire work and just watch everything from now on uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was great. Like, uh, I love something like this. And yes, it is like, <clears throat> it's an experience movie where you got to watch it with a group full of your friends and uh, react to it the way we did, like yelling at the screen and everything. But I, I think it's great. Like, you, you got to take it for what it is, and and it's well, for what it, it is. It's amazing. It mixes, like like I said, it mixes that fun. <coughs> it mixes that fun, you know, gory horror with like these really spooky scenes. Like, there's that scene. And at that, like they they show the exterior of the hotel, and there's all these windows, and the lights, the lights and the windows start coming on, and then you see silhouettes of people that aren't there, you know, when they're That's in the amazing. when the real yeah. people are in the hotel, but they just start, you know, coming on, and people like just slowly strolling past the windows. It's it's the creepiest thing and I that, think in the movie, and that's really how you get past like a lot of the bad pacing or the long scene. It, it's really is when they do have those moments of extreme awesome angles, crazy focus or lighting. Like I love the scene where uh, when she first meets uh, Elizabeth, the crazy ghost lady, and she's at the piano. And her lighting is kind of normal, but then when the camera goes over to Liza, she's got like that bright orange light. Oh yeah, and the windows yeah. all blue. It's just like that. that yeah. That's almost like that gothic, you know, yeah. that fantastic like. Yeah. There's also a scene earlier in the movie where a bunch of dudes are carrying a bunch of torches, and they walk in, and those torches do not emit any light anywhere. That just means that. That, well, it's like a sepia tone shot, but I mean, really? uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was sepia tone, but I mean, they probably just had like so much light, you know, that they yeah, they probably lit the room, you know, with a ton of light, and then so when the sh- torches came in, it well, out. I mean, it wasn't the, adding anything. The yeah. shots that of the the that were in like the music video, the shots that were in the video had that same exact scene done in color. Yeah, there was some somehow. It's on the the. I have the Anchor Bay DVD version of this. I don't know. I know it has been released on Blu-ray somewhere in the world, but uh, it has a supposedly it was lost for a long time in Germany. They had the opening scene was actually done in color, like everywhere else it was done. That's on the Anchor Bay version. Yeah, yeah. Really extra. Oh my god! No, they turned up. I mean, like it's. I didn't know the Beyond was from Anchor Bay. I didn't know they did a version. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh my god. A long time ago. Oh but, my uh, god. 
Yeah, I remember reading Freak an article out. somewhere where it was talking about, like, you know, <laughs> uh, the Grindhouse releasing guys and their efforts to, like, find this movie. And it's like, it read, it's on the it's on the web somewhere. I want to say it was on, like, DVDreview.com or something like that. But, I mean, it read kind of like a detective story, which is kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. you know, But it was like, you know, we're trying to track down, like, these prints and these audio elements and all this for this movie that, you know, like... Who fucking cares about the Beyond? I mean, seriously. Aside from like the core, the hardcore, you know, horror fans, right. you know. But yeah. they went and found this thing, <laughs> you know, which had to be like a treasure hunt. It has to be great when you find it and you're like scrub it all up and you put it out in theaters well, again. And yeah, you know, even you the uh, the thought, you know, the Blu-ray. There's one by Red Arrow, the English company. That's the new one, right? But yeah, but the beginning is a black and white version. Oh really? Yeah, and a lot of people complain about it and I, I read something somewhere saying that that if you buy the red arrow version you could send it in for a corrected version but I haven't been able to like track down whether it's actually happened that way or not you know because people just announce that sort of stuff and it never actually comes to fruition that's the only reason I haven't gotten on blu-ray yet is because it's like what yeah black and white that's out there I'm surprised somebody else here hasn't released it so Colin and I were talking earlier and we we came to a realization of like like um like when i watch hor- when i watch uh, pirate movies and i see pirates and they're doing their pirate things i get this pure sense of just joy and, and glee and just like this we saw that last week right this yeah. sense of joy and glee and, and uh colin was describing like when he watches this movie and was watching those scenes of like just the gore scenes, he got that same feeling. Right, where Fucking I don't think sicko. it's one of the. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but we were talking so, about so that too. That's it's where like, the under like so that's why I'm like, oh, okay, so now I see where you're coming from and why you like yeah, you know that kind of movie. Well, I guess, yeah, two two points. I guess one is like, uh, you know, when we were talking earlier about like you know it's like even though it is like you're dealing with scenes of like murder and like human beings being blown apart or whatever, mm, yeah, it's done mm. in a way. That you know is so far removed from reality, <laughs> right. you know, where you yeah. right where you yeah. appreciate the effect. So it's kind of like you're you're it's a bravo, bravo effect work, you know. Yeah. Kind of right. thing. Oh yeah, just checking out yeah. how close they can get to a reality. Because I think if you saw something that was you know like really you know uh, you know like snuff film gore or something like that, where you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. Or well, I mean, I can see Texas Chainsaw has like, like no scenes? blood in it whatsoever. Yeah, like, like the rapey know, like, type. Yeah, of where you go, you, you kind of cross the line into something where it's like this, this isn't you know, fun anymore. Eight and, millimeter. Well, I think that, that was what eight millimeter was about. But That's you know, idea, I think yeah. when you know, just listening to the room of us, you know, watching this movie, I mean, like when something would happen, it was like, oh my god, you know, it was like there was an energy level. But those there guys, like, I mean, god. they build a suspense. You know, there's not just like ah, I'm gonna smash this guy. You know, no, yeah. they, you know, it's these guys so do it's a good job like, at building you know. a suspense to it, where you're like, oh my god, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it? <laughs> ah. It's it's like the exact opposite of the first fifteen minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Right. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Where there's yeah the gore in that is like not like you know like just it just brings you down. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like oh uh, yeah. yeah you're not supposed to enjoy stuff like that. Yeah. This on the other hand yeah who cool. are yeah. and I was I was trying to figure it out because like at the end there's a zombie apocalypse and all these zombies are coming at him in the hospital our two main characters and 
the dude's shooting them in the forehead, and like I'm watching it, they're like shooting like blood balls at him or something because they show it hit. Italian movie makers don't fuck it's, around. No, <laughs> like, it's like we're I gonna shoot you in the head. Oh, fuck, shoot at the end the of this movie, all like those guys ball. who are lying around naked in the in the beyond, all covered with dust and all that shit, in yeah. hell. Yeah, those were uh, winos that they got <laughs> off the street and paid them in alcohol. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. I mean, it, just the work <laughs> ethic, whatever was going on at the time. I mean, this is, that is like the, the industry that gave us Cannibal Holocaust eventually. I mean, right. that's where it's like these gore films kind of eventually went. They went through like zombie gore to like cannibal gore to, you know, just then we got to stop because this is, you know. Yeah, kind of went too far. Women are marching <laughs> in the streets, picketing. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, uh, what was my, my other point there was, uh, yeah, I mean, Tom's analogy with, like, him with the pirates and, like, you know, me with horror, it's like I get more mileage out of it, I guess, than, you know, like a, a, an average viewer. Or, like, a, you know, I'm not saying mainstream, but, like, if you're not into this kind of thing... You yeah. may not get as much, you know, enjoyment out of it. Right? <laughs> well, I wonder if I would have liked it as much as I did had we not seen it in a group where the energy level was up really. Uh, that's, you know, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it, it, the, the experience is almost akin to last week's, like, The Island, you know, where it's like, you know, like... Um, you were saying, like, if we hadn't watched it with a group, this movie would be kind of like, uh, you You'd know... You'd probably like, be harder on it. Yeah. Yeah, right. so, you know, like, I think once you like right. relax on it, then you do start to like, you know, dissect a movie, and you know, because now you might go back and start watching it, and you know, you never know. There's it something might be to be your said Saturday about, night I mean, movie when you go, you know, opening night at midnight or whatever to a to a movie at the movie theater, and it's packed. Like there, that film is gonna be great. No matter what that that viewing, unless uh, it was Star Wars: Phantom Menace, unless it's Star Wars: Phantom <laughs> Menace, <laughs> then it was not going to be great. Them fighting words. You were just you were just going to watch it with a room full of other silent people. Fighting words. Here we go. Fighting words. All right. So here's the thing. Well, Sean was saying he's going to track down the rest of Lucio Fulci's filmography. This guy had a career. Uh, that spanned, I don't know, like at least 50-odd <laughs> years. He died eventually of, uh, I think it was uh, complications from diabetes. But he made some, like, really weird... Like, he made the, the giallos, the kind of psychological horror films. But he also made, and because the Italian film industry basically ripped off every successful, like, American genre film that was ever made, so he made a movie called Conquest, which <laughs> is so bad, but you have to check out, maybe even we have to find the trailer for this. It's a Conan ripoff, because Conan's a big deal. They ripped it off, but it's like a cross between Conan and Star Wars. Because the guy, the hero, our Luke Skywalker type, he's got a uh, laser bow. <laughs> right? Like, the whole thing is, like, made out. It's a laser bow. Laser and then bow. he partners up with the guy who's basically Conan. And they're going after this uh, uh, topless woman with a metal mask. And she's, like, the... the Evil, you know. That's what I was going to talk. Leader of, the Schwartz is strong like with them. The really, the coolest thing about that movie, Conquest, the awesome concept that this woman is able to convince this like, like ignorant tribe that she, like, she, it's basically she gets up in the morning, puts on this golden mask, and stands out on this cliff. So when this ignorant tribe sees her, they think she's the one rising the sun up. So it's like I think that is a brilliant idea. That is like a fucking fantasy idea, you know. That is an evil wizard shit. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah, I'm sure a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> I have no <laughs> doubt about it. I, like, I, I know I, I've watched it. I know I've watched it. I can't recall. That's the only thing I can recall about it is yeah. the woman who well, raises the, laser, the sun the laser bow. I don't yeah. even. I didn't even recall that. I know. Maybe he just laser arrows. I can't remember. Yeah, at least like recall her boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had some. Yeah, awesome she had some nice boobs. <laughs> <laughs> they ra- they raised the sun. Okay. <laughs> Our live studio audience will not be offended. But I also yeah. see what was his. Uh, what was Lucio, Lucio Fulci's last movie? Oh, uh, some horrible thing. It was I mean, horrible. Which I would like to point out, there are no boobs in this movie. No boobs. No boobs. No boobs. This is that. It's a score down in my book. <laughs> but yeah, his last movie, the whole thing, it's like he forgot the. Something yeah, demonia yeah, or something well, like that. He like forgot the color balance the whole movie. I yeah, mean, I mean well, it's all blue, fucking like, blue. Really, it's horrible. Like a lot of but I heard guys, he was dying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like a lot of those Italian uh, uh, filmmakers, it seemed like they peaked somewhere in when this industry was hot, like the like, you know, 70s and 80s. And then something goes horribly wrong, and they go to like video. I mean, like these things just like, I mean, they're awful by the time you get to 1990. <laughs> then they cease to exist after that. But, I mean, he had a, a number of hits in, you know, all sorts of different genres. I mean, there was, like, you know, sus, uh, um, sab- or not sabotage. What am I talking about? Like, <laughs> secret agent movies. What are we going for here? Detective? Uh, spy movies? <laughs> yeah, spy, spy movies? movies, I guess. For, you know, uh, Conan-type movies. Uh, detective thrillers. You know, horror films. I mean, he was just, like, all over the map. But, really, Fulci really only has zombie... The Beyond, City, uh, City of the Living Dead, City of the Living Dead, House, House by, by the, the Cemetery. Cemetery. Those are really his big Those four. Those are the ones that people would know him for. Probably. House by the Cemetery has my favorite opening scene of any horror movie ever, where the young couple is fooling around in the basement, and the chick is putting her shirt on like, hey, Tom, 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 you know the whole deal. And she, just the way the camera gets close to her face as she hears the creaking of a door... And the camera like moves with her glance, and as as the camera stops, you know the door behind this creature shuts, and it's like her boyfriend with a bunch of fucking shit like stuck yeah, in him. Yeah. It was just the coolest scene. And then when she gets like stabbed in the mouth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like stabbed, stabbed in the stabbed fucking in the brain at one point, like or they pull something off the back of their head, and you can see their brain exposed to the. House by the Cemetery is not a bad movie. It's not a great movie. I'm not, yeah, I'm but not it's a not a. Big of a fan of that one for sure as his other. The, yeah, it's got the opening and the ending. Yeah. Is the yeah. Beyond your favorite, Luciano? I think Zombie probably is. Zombie. I think Zombie is the easiest one to for you know like if you hadn't seen one of these, I would recommend Zombie. <laughs> Tom, there you go. <laughs> wow. Hey, Tom, what did you think? Was there the '80s stink on this film? No, see, the Italian horror films they 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 have they don't have the eighties stink. They yeah, they they they're like really seventies movies. That's strictly limited to the states. Yeah, I mean they're 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 probably still in the seventies as far as they're like you know. I okay, mean, so they did have the synth, you know, like the music, the synth music, which it was awesome. Which was you amazing. know, I wow, man, <laughs> my you know, favorite Jesus. music score ever. All that stuff comes from like you know they were trying experimental stuff with like progressive rock, you know, I'm what, like something that like yes or something <laughs> yeah. would, would have done way back in the day, and then like Goblin, you know, for all the uh, oh, yeah. movies. And then well, Fabio Frizzy was the guy who did this. And Demons, 
Look at that heavy metal soundtrack. Yeah, well, that's where they went, right? Which you is kind of weird. It's like they went from like progressive rock to heavy metal. Yeah. But it's still, Goblin still did the uh, Demons theme. It, like, I think it really mixed in nicely. Yeah, well, no, yeah. But I mean, like... Because I mean, even like Billy Idol, I mean, that's not like metal! You know, that's just, I mean, it's rock. It's, you know, yeah. not heavy, know. heavy, but... There's a couple of guitar riffs in this. Like, there's like two, I think it's like two guitar riffs when they go down into the, like, the the tunnels that they, they, they break through this wall and they're, you know find out that there's more to this hotel and they're down here in the basement and like it's actually spoiler alert it's the portal to hell but like the first time they go down there there's like this awesome i think it's like a guitar riff that i don't hear again in the score and i was i was waiting for it to come back and i never heard it it was fantastic there is somewhere out there a tribute album to lucio fulci it was two discs listeners if you can track this thing down Track and it, it down. had uh, like a bunch of different bands. War being one of them. War performed the uh, the zombie theme, but it was like all these bands playing like Lucio Fulci theme song. Oh my god, that that'd be cool. Oh dude, I gotta get a Guar. Guar's <laughs> on there. Listeners, if you do track it down, you can reach us, right? Oh, that's right. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. Uh, at Sat Freak Show is our handle. We're also on the World Wide Web, Saturday Night Freak Show. Blogspot.com, and you can email us, email us a copy of that Lucio Fulci uh, uh, tribute album to uh, Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. If you dare, let us know that you're a fellow freak, and we'll Ooh. we'll send you a million dollars. No. So the other no. thing. Uh, <laughs> But I was thinking, you know, like about, you know, the, like Italian horror films. A million dollars comes exclusively from Colin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The, there was like, there was a couple guys in this era that, you know, it always comes down to. It's like there's, there's well, probably, first off, there's Dario Argento is the name that you hear. Yeah. And because he did all those, like, Hitchcockian kind of thrillers. I mean, he went into Supernatural and did uh, Suspiria, which is probably like one of his better known movies. Yeah. <clears throat> what? Wait, what was that noise from Tom? What? I hear some wheezing. Or <laughs> well, well, Tom has actually seen. Let's ignore this. I have seen Suspiria. You've okay, reveled at a Suspiria. Suspiria <laughs> is a goddamn art movie. It is a classic. <laughs> it is a goddamn classic. Is what. Uh, is so the I, you know, Suspiria was part of the history of horror, so uh, we watched Suspiria. Yeah, I didn't know. What, what was the compliment to Suspiria? Do you remember? Or no? It was loud? No, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I, 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 I remember walking, coming away, and landing. I definitely did not like Suspiria, like, at all. Well, I think that's oh the only God. Argento movie that you've seen. I mean, yeah. again, he's another filmmaker whose, like, output kind of all went to shit after 1987. So, his new, he's still making new stuff. Yeah, horrible Phantom of the... Yeah, opera opera with Julius. Oh my yeah, god! Like some god awful movies, and you wonder like what, what happened? Hell happened to this guy? But he was that <laughs> dude that made you dive deeper into horror movies. Like, oh my fucking god, I've seen so much fucked up shit. What else does this guy have to offer? You know, you searched out other Dario Argento movies. Yeah, what He's happened? Awesome I'm not a fan. Not a fan. You're crazy. You're, you're basing that off of one movie. You haven't seen like the, oh. the that one is a supernatural film. That's not what he does. Primarily, that was a you know he's made three. Movies well, see the thing the thing that I like well, take back from like Dario Argento and, and Suspiria, like 
the movie like to like I kind of remember the ending and the beginning and and bits, bits and pieces here and there. All I remember is like the colors, man, the colors. Exactly. Just like Beautiful. the colors. Like all I remember is the colors. <laughs> and it's just like ah, just these terrible reds and blues and oh, yellows. Terrifying. And terrifying. It's like fucking it's like terrible. Fucking, it's fucking a horrible Disney cartoon. It is a horrifying fucking fairy tale. soundtrack. I'm like ah, I don't want to ever oh go back. Oh my god, it's the best. I don't want to ever go back. Well, that, okay, that, that movie like. Is seared into my mind. Like, listen to this, listen to this. Like, it is seared into his brain. It, it, it's is, such a it, is, it, is, it is up. It is like, I mean, like, out of the history of horror, like, there are movies that stand out. Okay, you know, like my my experience with Psycho stands out. My experience with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, Exorcist. Sadly, my experience with uh, House on Haunted Hill, only because I. Fucking hated that the goddamn haunting, the haunting. Ah, uh, the haunting. Just because oh. I, I fucking hated that oh. goddamn movie. The black like, and white or yeah. Oh yeah, it's oh. fucking Don't worry. terrible. Our listeners that's are a, judging for themselves. It's right fucking brilliant just movie. awful, <laughs> awful. That's awful. a brilliant, not the goddamn awful. remake. Yeah, like the like there were a few movies that like oh uh, like most of the movies, you know, Tom. like. As a whole, I went back and go like, you know, yeah. just stop. All right, so Dario Argento. <laughs> there were two movies out of that whole cycle that I fucking hated, and it was Suspiria and The Haunting. Those were the two movies that I like walked away and said, I don't fucking like those movies. Period. All right, but my point here being that he has only made like three supernatural horror films. Most of them are slashers. Yeah, he makes these. The and I, w- I, I would so say I didn't. Okay. So I'm saying that the the colors and stuff that you're having such a problem with in Suspiria is not the norm. He only does that like twice. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Plus, Phenomenon has Donald Pleasance, Jennifer Connelly. When she was like. 15 yeah. Oh man, old. super young. Yeah, yeah. yeah Phenomenon's awesome. What movie? It's called Phenomenon. Phenomenon, but it's also known as Creepers. Yeah, Creepers. Is and, uh, yeah, it's yes. really she can like control bugs. It's awesome. It's got one of the best horror movie endings I've ever seen in my life. Horrifying. All right, so who else we got? Like Italian horror maestros. Bava, Mario Bava. Well, there's Mario. Well, yeah, but okay. So Mario Bava is probably like the. The father of Italian, yeah, the Godfather. He, he really got going in like the fifties, right? So that was Black Sabbath. Or oh Black shit! I do like Dario Argento. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. what the hell? I, I, yeah, he, yeah, okay. Well, what what changed part? your mind? No, he, he did Once Upon a Time in the West, and uh, he wrote it. Yeah, he did the he did the Once Upon a Time in the West, and uh, the the other one. Dario yeah, Argento wrote what's the problem? I just, just want to point out our live studio that was, audience that Sergio cracking Leone? up. Sergio Leone was the uh, the director. Dario Argento wrote it. Let's go with a little history lesson. Jesus. Uh, Dario Argento started out. His father was a producer, Claudio. Right. He started. Dario started out as a film critic, and then he got graduated as a screenwriter, and he wrote. Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah, it's one of the greatest fucking westerns that was ever made. And Sergio Leone was the director who made it. Yeah. And then he eventually... Which also did the Man With No Name trilogy, Good, Bad, The Ugly. Yeah. And Once Upon a Time in the West, or uh, Once Upon a Time in America, also, the the James Woods and Robert De Niro. Yeah, that that one's good, too. Both of the Once Upon a Times. Well, Sergio Leone is one of, like, the greatest, I think, he's one of the greatest filmmakers ever. I mean, uh, you can classify him as one of the great yeah, for Italian sure. filmmakers of all time. Just the right. graveyard scene in The Good, the Bad, the Ugly is just, you know, yeah, period, yeah, yeah. one of the best. 
yeah. scenes ever ever shot. We should track down all Lucio Fulci's westerns. Uh, but wait, okay, so you Lucio got Fulci's <laughs> westerns? He made some. Did he? Yeah, four of the apocalypse. So, okay, so there's Dario Argento, Mario Bava, who gets his start in like the 50s, 60s, and then I, he made some slashers in the 80s, but I mean, generally, I don't think they were the best thing that he'd ever done. I actually, he helped out with uh, in Inferno. Really? Yeah, I think he supervised like some of the makeup stuff, like you know the final reveal of the mother of uh, shadows or whatever. Crazy. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, so, so, so how old was Dario Argento? Mario, what? I was going to ask <laughs> how, how old Mario Bava was, what, like when, when he's working on movies in the eighties. Oh man, he had to point, be like what seventy something? Was he? Yeah. yeah. Probably because uh, he he was survived by his son Lamberto Bava, and Lamberto's done like a bunch. Lamberto did demons. Yeah. Did he do demons too? <clears throat> Have to check that out. I know he did the ogre. Yeah. Which was his made-for-TV movie that they yeah. renamed Demons Three. There's three Demons Three movies yeah. in America. <laughs> and then <there's laughs> they tried to use the title three times. Who else is like a uh, you know? I mean, I think of, is it Michael Salavi? He did Cemetery Man and like Stage Fright. And but is he like a master? Uh, is he know. a master? I mean, I, I, mean, like I say Dario Argento, Lucio Fulci, yeah, Mario Bava, or Lamberto, one of those. Because uh, yeah. not even Alberto Bava's that. I mean, yeah, he, uh, even Demons is like Dario Argento's movie. You know, yeah. Dario Argento produced it. Alberto yeah. Bava directed it. Wait, but wait, wait, wait. What am I thinking? The Church. The Church. The Church is, is like Dario Argento. Yeah, but he didn't direct it. That's like sure Demons Three. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one right, of the. We may be getting. I don't know if it. It's it's one of those things where it <laughs> claims to be a demon. That's not a bad movie. I like the church. I think it's a good time to check in with our studio audience and see how they're enjoying the podcast. Leash. I can't quite yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to speak into the microphone. Into the microphone. Are you on the phone though? Leash, come here. Oh. All right. Well, uh, do we bring? Uh, well, this is not a. She's refusing to be to a close. Or do we have more to say about the beyond. Wait, well, what does Brent think? Of well, the yeah, we no. need Brent. Brent's opinion on. Yeah. The well, before that, I want to talk a lot about Arthur. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Arthur? Oh, please do. <laughs> Sean, what do you think about Arthur? Uh, I think Arthur is is the best character in this movie. Um, he's the emotional core. I like to think. And another member of our Saturday Night Freak show that doesn't uh, show up on the podcast is Colin's wife, Arian. She was telling us a theory outside about uh, how she believes Arthur came to be. And that oh, this, this is good. This this is good. This is good. <laughs> Sean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it went something like this. So you've got these characters that came with the house. Or there's a the lot hotel. of Joe the Plumber in this one. There's there's okay. So yeah, there's Martha and Arthur. They came with the hotel that the lady buys. Um, Correct. And then there's Joe the plumber. Arian's theory is that Joe, at some point, Joe the plumber and Martha hooked up, and yes. ha- Martha had a baby, and that love child was Arthur. Yes. And this is all explained because it seems like Arthur, or no, Martha and Joe know each other. Right. When Martha's like, exactly. I built you a platform, Joe. It's for you. <laughs> I gave way to hell. Well, I think that yeah. was what Travis. <laughs> no, but that was what Travis said. Yeah, I'm just saying there's yeah. bad history there. She wasn't nice about I built you a pathway. Yeah, it's I like built she a did pathway. He's basically saying just go to hell, for Joe. Just yeah. fucking do your job. <laughs> that's that's another theory that Joe raped Martin. I had. think Arthur is very reminiscent of Torgo from Manos, the Hands of Fate. <laughs> he reminds me of Torgo. If you've ever seen Manos, the Hands of Fate, I have not. 
Yeah, you don't want to. It is one of the worst Garbage. movies. Like, um, there's two like the, two movies I think in history that are considered the worst of all time. One of them being Plan Nine from Outer Space, <laughs> and the other one being uh, Manos: The Hands of Fate. <laughs> like of any movies? Yes. Really? Wow. Yes, like wow. the worst movies of all time. I don't know. Troll Two might be in there. Too, there's just oh yeah, That's Troll Two is definitely in there. But what's the worst? I hate Orgy of the Dead. You ever see Orgy of the Dead? That's uh, the, the Ed Wood. Ed Wood yeah. Where all it is is like a dude is sitting in some chair in a graveyard and some guy who's like, this woman died by a car accident and blah, blah. He explains some horrible way the woman dies. She comes out and dances top with us. That's it. <laughs> Wait, the actually, whole movie is like that. Well, this brings me to an interesting idea that maybe, you know, even though we say that you know, Plan 9 is the worst movie of all time, that's only because people have seen it. The real worst movie of all time has yeah. been forgotten. <laughs> yeah, it will never be talked <laughs> you don't about. Even remember right. what it is. Yeah, it will never yeah. be spoken about. The yeah. forgotten films. <laughs> yeah, there's an 80 year old guy out there going, "I've seen the worst film in the world." <laughs> yeah, you'll never know. If we have any 80 year old fans that have seen the worst film, <laughs> yeah, if you <laughs> let us know, they try to lock it up. I, think, I seriously think it's Manos: The Hands of Fate. Manos. I saw it. It was pretty fun. I don't know. I've but seen Manos: The Hands of Fate. Funky, funky you are movies. correct. Is that but like is that in the world of like sci-fi or horror? Just in the movie no, of movies. Of, yeah, movies. Just in the in movie. Wow. The most incompetent, awful. Like, uh, uh, Manos Lands of Fate, Fate is classified as a horror movie. So you know, I'd say Gummo. It is. It is the fucking worst movie. Gummo. Uh, <laughs> what classifies the worst? Well, movie? Well, I mean, you have to like fail then on all cylinders. You right. Have to have bad direction, bad writing, bad cinematography. Bad acting. I mean, if you go down the list and say, like, it failed on all of those, you're in the running for worst movie of all time. Because usually something happens that is like, well, at least it was photographed well. Right. Yeah. Something <laughs> then you look at it and go, like, nothing was done that well. special really. effect was nothing. pretty good. Yeah, if nothing was done well. So then you have to ask yourself, how did it get made? At, you know, I mean, how did someone it, put up yeah, their own somebody, money? Yeah, or somebody along the way said, yes, make this. Yeah. Well, fuck, I mean, Uwe Boll... Like, Uva Bowl, yeah, Doctor Uva Bowl, yeah. You don't hear about him so much anymore. But no, where, like he had a run of like he five did. or six movies where he got financing right? at the beginning and was able to make this one. And before anybody saw it, he was like, "Well, I made a movie, so give me money to make another one." They're like, "Okay." And then they saw the thing that he made and was like, "Oh shit!" But he made like five movies. Before he did. It ran out. Oh, they're horrible. They're oh, horrible. The except for <laughs> except for Alone in the Dark. What was that last one he did? Uh, Postal? Postal, Postal yes. Postal was good. Was I it? liked Postal. <laughs> I did. I liked Postal. Yeah, but at that point, I, it's like a new old film. And right? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was too late. But Postal's a good movie. Well, all, a good all, movie. All, all, all. All Uwe Bold made was uh, he he just made video game movies. Yeah. He's, he bought them, yeah. Because he bought off the right, because uh, he, he did Alone in the Dark. Mm-hmm. He House, did House of the Dead. House of the Dead. He did Blood Rain, Blood Rain, Dungeon Siege, Dungeon Siege, <laughs> and Postal. Those are all video game movies. Postal's a video game movie. Yeah, really. Yeah, every single one of them is a video game movie. Yeah, I've heard of that. Crazy. Yeah, Postal's really? usually regarded as a terrible game as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, a terrible Holy crap! A terrible game. I uh, thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I thought uh, and, I didn't see. And I, didn't I, see I played the, most of the, the games. The twist at the end and, coming. And uh, they're. They're, the movies are nowhere near. <laughs> Next week's Saturday Night Freak Show movie, Postal. 
<laughs> Look for it. I want to yeah. say that it was around. Postal came out. I want to say the same day as Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and that oh, was I think that, movie. that was what prompted um, Huey Bull to take to YouTube and proclaim himself like the best director in the world. Like I make fucking movies that are actually fucking good, and you know all these other movies are horrible. And it was like wow. <laughs> I think, like, it's self-deluded, like, beyond, uh, like, all the bounds of, (laughs) you know, (laughs) rationality. Yeah, man. Yeah. You can probably find it. It's probably still on YouTube. So what do you think about Um, Beyond? Okay, are we wrapping it up or for just the movie? Well, I don't know. Anybody else got anything to say about Italian I talked about Arthur. That's all I really wanted. I wanted to get that out right away. But, um, yeah. Start with you and... Overall, I think it's a great film. I mean, I was I was really surprised. You know, you kind of get into this rhythm where it's like, okay, this is going to be a gory horror film, and that's going to be fun, which is awesome. But what I didn't expect was like what I was talking about before, like the beautiful slow mo scenes, you know. And but I, I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I guess I got to ask the question: like, what was? What was great about this movie? Because e- even Colin agrees, and and Arian was talking like, I mean, this movie is like, it's a bad movie. Like, God damn it! It really <laughs> stop is saying that. Movie. Do I gotta spell this movie out for you? I'm gonna I mean, have to. I'm gonna like, have to. On a fu- on a fundamental level, as far as like story, as far as like you know, like he's loading bullets from the barrel of the gun for crying out loud. I don't know what kind of gun that is. There's, I'm not a... Wait, I'm there not is a, an awesome sign above a door that what? says, do not entry. Do not entry. Do, do not, not entry. entry. So, I mean, like, yeah, I I mean, like on a fundamental level, it's a bad movie. It's goddamn not it's a, a bad movie. It's a B-horror movie. movie that's, that's, that's well, I can't bad. disagree with the B-horror movie <laughs> aspect, yeah, but yeah. it is a not so, a bad I mean, like, movie. Like, I mean, it has elements that that do make it you know, I mean, it, it puts it on another level. I mean, it's, it's got a, you know, I mean, a, a renowned director, I guess. Um, <laughs> infamous. You know, infamous director. Infamous director. Um, the, the special effects, as far as gore, all right, are done well. The angles are um, fucking fantastic. But, see, you got to put yourself, it's like when we go to see those 50 hor- 50s horror class or sci-fi classics yeah, those are goddamn horrible i mean what you have to do is you have to the guy there he's always talking about you know you got to put yourself in the shoes of somebody going to see this film for the first time at that time period when it came out you got to think about like italian horror flick early 80s like it's awesome it's yeah but i mean i, I think even people in the in the 80s watching those movies they would still probably say this movie's bad. I mean, like, considering Zombie, like, if you were to put this movie head-to-head against Zombie... But I'm not doing... I'm saying, just on its own, just this movie... I'll take that challenge. I, <laughs> when they... At the end, when they walk through, you know, the gate to hell... That's beautiful. And then, yeah, it's and then they turn around, and there's a slow-mo moment where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they turn around, no, and no, no, it's no, no, hell everywhere. No, no, you know, it's no, no, like... It's like that. It's the Beetlejuice thing where you step outside and you're in a different dimension. Then they go through, you know, and they're they're not even in the fucking hotel. They are in a hospital. They go downstairs. They're like, how do we get back in the hotel? Because they're downstairs. Reality sucking inward. All right, I got I got a question for you, Brent. Okay. Every movie that we've done on the on on the Saturday Night Freak Show, you say is fucking awesome. 
To be fair, I kind of thought this was going to be the one that broke that streak. I, so, really? what, does, yeah. I mean, what, what, what do we got to do, man? Why don't you like but, any but of I the think, movies? No, yeah. but I think, but I think, you only like Fight Club. But I think, Wait, I think, no, I think Brent went into watching the movie with a, a mindset to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think that's what you have yeah, to have. Right. Yeah. Like, no one's going to, like, uh, nominate, if this is the standard, no one's going to nominate this movie for an Oscar. But it is a very <laughs> good movie. Yeah. If you go into it watching it the right way. Yeah, you don't watch Godzilla a, looking for right. drama. Yeah, it's You're not looking for synced up especially sound. Especially in, the, like, in, the, in the, the, the situation that we had tonight to watch it is like the perfect you know, exactly. situation to watch this it. Is, it yes. plays like, you know... Gangbusters. Yeah. It's like this is no, this I'm, is. I'm not. Up. I'm not arguing against that. I. I, I mean. I, I'm saying it's a we're, bad. Yeah, movie. but we're saying that's great. But I, right I had here. fun. Right. It was a fun. It was a really, really it's fun. It's not a goddamn experience. bad movie. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think you can call it a great experience and call it a bad movie at the same time. Like, I mean, a bad. What you call a microphone. What you would call a bad movie, I don't think applies to this movie. Like a bad movie is something that you can't. Like and I think watching what we watched, I think the experience you've liked, right? Like yeah, uh, like uh, like bad is something that you you know you look at it and you're like I fucking hate this movie. I can never watch this again. It's horrible. Like you get something out of this movie, right? Well, okay. Um, the experience watching it with a group of people was great. Okay, it was it was fun. It was a fun experience. The problem is. There's no way in hell I would watch this movie by myself. If I were to watch, if I were to watch this movie by myself, you know, I would have turned it off within the first half hour because yeah, it would have been like, ah, this fucking makes no goddamn sense. You know what I mean? Like, well, so and in that respect, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of like the I'm having the mystery science theater effect of this movie because right. like when you watch mystery science theater, they're taking bad movies, adding their own commentary. And therefore, it's funny and great to watch. But it, it sounds like your judgment on this film is that if you're like, this is fun right now, but if I were watching this on my own, I wouldn't like it. And that's where your review, your judgment is coming from. Where, like, in the moment, we were here watching it tonight, and it was a good, fun experience, right? So do you, how do you not like that? No, I mean I I I say I like that, right? I mean you that's, like the experience. I so like how do you not experience. like the film, though? I mean no, I, I don't. I mean like okay, say for example, right? Any any one of the Mystery Science Theater three thousand movies, right? Right? There, yeah. Watch one of those without the Mystery Science Theater version. But we didn't do that. But I mean, y- you're you're watching the film with this group of people. That brought out more enjoyment out of the film. Well, what, what I'm trying to say is, like, a viewer at home, if we, if we were to recommend this movie, say, you got to go and, w- and watch this movie, and so they're going to go, like, they go out, they rent it, they buy it, they're like, the Saturday Night Freak Show recommended it, this is awesome, I'm going to put it in, I'm going to watch it by myself, and, and the I'm clerk's like, oh, like oh, this is fucking terrible. Or else it might just change your fucking life. <laughs> it might teach you new right, dimensions wait. of horror. But wait, so okay, you kind of brought up an interesting point because I know that you're a fan of Manos, the Hands of Fate. Manos, the Hands of Fate is a fucking terrible goddamn <laughs> movie. That movie's fucking but, awful. But you love it because you've seen the Mystery Science Theater version of it. Right. 
That's but, what makes it fucking great. But do you so only watch you it with the... Uh, I only watch... You can only watch yeah. that movie with the Mystery Science Theater version. Yeah, I think that's the that point movie, that... It's, ah, it's fucking awful. Colin just made the point that... Yeah, exactly what I'm trying to say. Is this experience of watching the film... The fact that we reacted to the film is... It's because we were watching this movie with this group of people. And it was a fun and Yeah, my, my final recommendation of this movie is... Don't watch it by yourself. If you watch it with a group of friends, watch it. I highly encourage watching it. All right. I Fair. just don't recommend watching it by Fair yourself. Fair enough. Fair enough. Excellent. Um, yeah, and I I guess I'll wrap up my heart. <laughs> 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 oh, and we're, we're going to start saying, yeah, watch it by... Uh, I guess Tom did that, yeah. Um my yeah, maybe I'm really optimistic with these things, but I I keep an open mind with each film that we watch, and so far you know it hasn't let me down. I mean I gotta imagine that these are your guys' favorite movies that you're picking and you want to share with us, and you guys you know it's you guys all have good taste. As I'm gonna far I'm, as I'm gonna pick a bad fucking movie one of these times. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick a bad movie. It's like what do you guys think of this? I got a few bad movies. This is gonna yeah. be fun. And I, yeah, I have a I list. Last week, and that wasn't one of my favorite movies. That That's was a just movie. a movie that we've never seen, right. and yeah. it was a good experience. And that's what you should yeah, I mean, it was just I've never seen this movie. Here we go. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, Colin, is this one of your favorite movies, or were you, were you going for the experience? I think it's always been a favorite of mine because of the experience. You know, it's like I get that experience by myself. <laughs> I think everyone knows that. Movie. I think everyone knows that if you sit down and just watch this movie by yourself, obviously. Unless you're, uh, yeah, but see, there's the caveat is unless you're a horror nerd. If you're a right, horror fan, then, then gives, yeah. it gives the goods, man. I mean, 100%. obviously, like A-plus all, plus. right, right, all movies are subject subjective to the person who's watching. Them, For sure, obviously, but I'm not a horror nerd. Right. But you know, I don't. I, I I can go on record and say that I don't like horror movies. I've watched the history of horror, so I've been fully exposed to it. Right. And you know, I I don't like them for my my own reasons, and 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 that's why. But this movie, like I say, this movie's a bad movie because it, it just its plot was all over the goddamn place. I just, I think it's hard to say like blanket statement that I don't like horror movies because I've seen like. Okay, yeah. like Cabin in the Woods versus like uh, okay, same Cabin in the Woods versus Friday the Thirteenth. Are we back to Cabin in the Woods again? Yeah, we, we are. That's, that's <laughs> more black humor. You haven't seen that horror. movie. Okay, well, yeah, you know, that's more like Serial Mom. Like that's black humor. Serial <laughs> <laughs> Mom. Love well, mom. to me, it was both terrifying and hilarious. Was it terrifying? Time. Yeah, when they get into the elevator and you see all the monsters, like that for that badass. <laughs> I think everybody heard that. I hate them talk a lot. You don't need to have a few beers. Tom is actually Mike. sitting two rooms away from us right now. <laughs> Just so you all know. To our, to our listeners, we're sharing mics tonight, and Tom is doing a good job of projecting. <laughs> He is, Definitely. and like it's funny because every time he grabs the mic to say something, everybody looks towards him to see what he's going to say. And I watch what? the levels go whoop, like <laughs> spike. <laughs> so if you just ripped off your headphones, we apologize. But yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so I would say for the beyond, I would say uh, 
Wait, you know, are you using our rental scale? Yeah. Oh, that comes later. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. shut down. <laughs> this is this is it right here right now. Um, I would probably say rent it. If you're a horror fan, buy it. That's that's my scale, I guess. That's what I'm going with. Travis? Well, for a, view, for a viewing audience, I would say rent it, but you're not going to be able to find it, so you're going to have to buy it. <laughs> you're going to have to buy it. There's no goddamn way. If you want to see this movie, or I'm sure some whatever ways to go about it, but... I've bought this movie so many damn times. <laughs> you know, I mean, the last time I really became, like, I saw it when I was 12, and the last time I became really acquainted with it, I was in Afghanistan, and it came in at the PX. I was like, oh, my God, Seven Doors of Death? And it's always like a $4 DVD, so it's like, you know, I've always got $4. You know, hell, I'll buy Seven Doors of Death, you know, and then... I heard about the this uh, new version, uh, the uncut version, cleaned up version, and uh, I don't think it's nonsensical. I think they really explain a story about how you open this doorway to hell and the dead will walk the earth, and so I think maybe it takes multiple viewings, but I think the more there you watch it, no door- there was there a, was no a doorway. It's just life. it's just like one of those like symbolic things. It's not and like uh, here's your doorway. This is why people fight over. Week. This is why people fight over religion because they're looking for that doorway when it's just like it's not talking about a literal doorway. <laughs> you know, it's talking about something you that happened. The, key. the hole not in the brick wall. Real key. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arthur, where are the keys? Where are the keys, Arthur? I'll just have to get them, won't I? <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper. But uh, so I mean, I think it's fantastic. I don't think it's I, if it is nonsensical. That's because reality is on, like starting to just go out the window. You know, hell is taking over. Hell is hell is bleeding over into our earth. I don't accept things to make sense when that happens. Right. And uh, the <laughs> gore factor is uh, a plus. Yeah. Uh, suspense is a plus. I think that's it's one of those movies where you it intrigues you to find out what the reality of the movie is. You know, you you want to know like what the fuck, what the fuck is going on here? You know, because I mean that's what it'd be like. Yeah, and it's a film that it never feels like it's getting too long. Like for the first time watching it, sometimes you know these films. They have slow points, but this one it was. Just no, there was yeah, never no. a boring moment in this movie. I gotta so, got be honest, there wasn't. So why don't you like it? I don't it, it made no goddamn sense. I just don't. That's why. I mean, I they opened the gateway right. to hell. I think it made pretty good. I just explained it. I just explained it. You're just refusing to. There are the story. there are seven doors of hell. One of them got opened. This movie happened. It's a this fair movie. There no doorways being oh, opened. It's not a literal doorway. It's not an actual. Yeah. That's pretty much what I'm coming to. <laughs> So, yeah, I say freaking buy it, and buy it, and buy it, and watch it, and relish it, and enjoy one of horror's finest masterpieces. Next. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we nice. at least need to get studio audiences' opinion. Well, oh, we will. Boom. We will. You, you're going to have to be on mic. No, you just got to give your opinion. I don't you care gotta, if it's one you word. Got to. You got to. But, um... Yeah, I say, just because Travis says you can't rent this anywhere, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, buy this. Uh, definitely. Especially if you're a horror fan, I would say definitely buy this. It's 
very much worth seeing and owning. Like it's spectacular. Gore effects, everything. I I don't know. The story's not nonsensical, but I mean, they open a You're gateway to hell. <laughs> Tom is it's, nonsensical. No, it's pretty amazing. Like uh, I enjoy the hell out of it. It's great just to see for the effects, if nothing else. Um, buy it. I say go out and buy it right now. Right now. Leave your yeah. house. Leave your house. Yeah, like, like pause the podcast. No, you'll obviously. Probably take, the, take us with you. You'll Bring probably have to go on the, the internet. internet. I don't think this is in stores anywhere. Actually, <laughs> find it, view Search it, it and enjoy it. Like, it, if you go into it with the right set of mind, like, the, it's it's a great movie to watch. I say find it and buy it. And even get the $4 version, you know? That's a good way to test the waters. Get the $4 version. That way you're not spending a lot. Yeah. You can just get to see the crazy horror than if you want to get the cleaned up version. Go to the $4 bin at Walmart or Kmart <laughs> or wherever it is and oh. pick it up. No, you ain't going to find it there. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would I would say, I mean, if you're going to watch it, like probably go over to a friend's house and watch it. Watch it with a group of people. Otherwise, avoid it. Avoid it. Dang, that's wild. God damn, rainy fucking cloud. Yeah. All right, Colin. Our fun it. horror like, movie. It was harsh. Uh, well, I mean, it was my pick, so, you know, I mean, my rating is going to be, well, I'm going to hold off and not give it to you right away. What? Uh, Suspense. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, what? I've watched a shitload of Italian horror movies, uh, just horror movies in general. I mean, this one satisfies, like, that gorehound quotient that I guess is, you know, yes. part of any uh, horror nerd. Self-respecting. Yeah, any <laughs> self-respecting horror nerd's got it in them. I mean, this is, like, totally there. I want to say that one of the versions of this came with a barf bag. <laughs> really? I mean, you know. Awesome. Really? That right yeah. there is some kind of, yeah. Like I don't a remember, video cassette? Or? I think maybe with the DVD. I don't think it was in the theaters. I mean, I remember, like, there was a movie called Mark of the Devil that actually did hand out, like, barf bags. The Shatner movie? Uh no that was um crap what was that the where they all it dissolved at the end of it I can't like remember the Star Trek <laughs> no they dissolve in Star Trek right? I can't believe Star I'm Wars yeah. Star Wars what is it Star Wars no Ernest Borgnine in it and uh, beat oh me up Scotty God. We're gonna, what this movie is. we're getting way off track. It's the Devil's Rain. Devil's Rain. Devil's Rain. All right, back yeah. to okay. uh, uh, back <laughs> to Collins. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't even remember where I was going, but you uh, uh, love I, it. I love it. I mean, I I loved it enough that I think I want to say that this was it was either this or like through Argento was my door into Italian horror movies, and it just I was, you know, it's one of those things where you know after you've seen like so many, so many movies that you, you kind of find something and you're like, I like this, and you just kind of start digging and uncovering like more and more, and it feels like you're kind of on a treasure hunt. You're like sifting through the yeah. crap in right. order to find the gold. And like each one of these seems to have some nuggets of, I mean, you know, I don't totally disagree with Tom's assessment that it's that so makes I mean, I mean, absolutely no sense. Cause if you haven't seen Inferno, okay? Well, Inferno I mean, is if, a goddamn if, movie if, that if, makes no fucking sense. If this movie, I mean, like, you know, I mean, you put together the history of horror. Why was not? Why wasn't this movie out? Well, I wouldn't say that this movie was influential. I mean, that was kind of the thing with the history of horror. It's like those, but zombie was because it's yeah, commercially. Think, yeah, it was commercially was, a big deal. Yeah, zombie was a bigger like people who don't know. Yeah, yeah, zombie actually got like a release and was a thing. And, and that's the that thing, cover. actually. Just talking about you know like Italian uh, zombie films. 
versus like the George Romero ilk of the uh, you know from the states. It's like uh, the Italian zombies are always a lot more. They always shuffle. There's usually like moaning on the soundtrack to accompany them. Like their their zombies thing. are really cool. They have their eyes yeah, they closed. They have their eyes closed. They're they usually kind of more shuffled. decomposed. Yeah, they, they look, look cool. They look fucking like really. Nasty, they're like you know? they're dirt cakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're it's like they just zombies. just crawl. I think that's like really where the zombies crawling out of the ground came into movie play. You know, it was with the Italians. Yeah, because everything else was just like freshly. You know, whether yeah. it was the ghoul of the universe. If you like zombie or, movies and you haven't seen zombie, you need to see zombie. Yeah, zombie because that is, the, yeah. that is like, like one of the, the top zombie five zombie movies. Movie. I mean, really, when it comes to good zombie movies, what are we talking about? Night of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead, Reanimator, I guess I would count it as one. Maybe. That's, that's a zombie movie. Yeah, yeah I would, I would, I would not put, put on. Like, Look at the end of the movie, dude. The end of that movie is yeah, a damn zombies. zombie movie. It's yeah, kind of the way this goes. It's not really a good one, though. Just the fact. What? Reanimator's a fucking classic. Fucking phenomenal. Hey, what's on the list? I'm not even going to talk about Reanimator. We're not even going to talk about Reanimator. There's that one scene in Reanimator. Which makes it an epic motion picture. (laughs) That whole Jeffrey Combs' performance is what makes Reanimator. That guy a star. He's on your favorite show, Star Trek, because of Reanimator. Oh my god, Reanimator. Jeffrey Combs, we love you. So I'm wrapping this up. I'm wrapping up. uh, Have you seen Reanimator, Brent? No. Oh Oh my god. I haven't seen it either. I I haven't seen that one either. Oh my god. God. (laughs) I'm ostracized on this thing all the time. There's, there is a scene with wow. Oh, it's fantastic! It is the best. There's something with the cat. Yeah, I've seen clips like when you you see those like the history of horror documentaries. Like seen clips, but I haven't seen anything. No, no, not at all. Classic. It's like up there. It is so up there. (laughs) It just goes right up to the line and then. Past it. Oh it's, man, uh, yeah, brilliant! <laughs> brilliant! It, it does cross a line with a certain scene, and, and, and uh, it's wow. awesome. I know. I know they talk a lot about it in uh, American Beauty, where he's like, "Oh, so they ruin it." But I don't do it because Sean no, doesn't see. He's just that, gonna have to go. They, they don't. I don't think. Do they ruin it? I don't know if they do. I think so. I'm sure it's gonna. It's a great. It's a great. I can't remember. It's gonna have Yeah, it's an ultimate. It's the ultimate in visual pun. <laughs> I'm sure wow. it will pop up on the Saturday Night Free Show. Probably it's. It's gonna have to. Jesus. Clearly, right, I need yeah, to so see. Yeah, so that's. It. Uh, I guess where I'm coming down, and my closing statement on the Beyond is definitely: if you are a horror film aficionado, you buy the Beyond. Bam. Is that it? Only if you're a horror aficionado? Yes. I mean, what? Who, else, who else is Wait, moving What if somebody can become a horror aficionado if you're watching your, this If you're movie, on your way to becoming I one, I'd that's say a tender bye. age. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. that's like, if you're discovering your horror to, movies, I would say I think if you yeah. were on your way to becoming a horror aficionado, <laughs> you should look at Colin's uh, history of horror and just watch those movies. Once you're done with those movies... Yeah, you can watch the Well, it didn't work on you. All right, Colin, put it online. No, it did not, because I am not a horror aficionado. But you weren't even after seeing all the great films in horror. Because horror doesn't appeal to me. Well, there you go. There you go. End of story. So apparently that didn't work. So okay. maybe the Beyond is the one that's going to trigger it. No, never mind. Okay, <laughs> yeah. No, I think, uh, yeah, I stand by my... If you are in your formidable formidable years and check by this formative. movie... <laughs> Your formidable years. Pugilist. Oh <laughs> Formative. <laughs> You're under 30. You can watch the movie over 30. 
If you're 12 years old, seek this movie out. I yes. No, yeah. I think that That's like 12 year olds should seek course. this out. Yeah. Like I think the <laughs> younger 12, you watch horror yes. movies, the better. Yes. Really, that's yes. the key. That's. No, he is. I swear to God, our kid is watching everything. No, no. See, that's the thing. Also, you have to like. I had to seek out horror. I was a twelve-year-old on the hunt, like yes. dodging Paris, like yeah, yeah, having right. my finger on the channel changer, listening yep. down the stairs, and my yep. parents like, yes. "Oh my God, they're coming!" Yes, yes. that was me. <laughs> you gotta, sneak, you gotta. Or, I mean, or yeah. you can have awesome parents. My dad showed me Halloween when I was way too young to really? shoot, being able to watch well, it. It was, it was amazing. Or like, wow. No, he went and no, got it, and like. One. Oh, got it wow. in Texas Chainsaw Massacre and got wow. it brought it home and said you should watch this <laughs> made me watch no my whole family's been watching horror movies since we were too young to should be able to watch them you know what they say the family them. that slays together stays together that's, that's right that's right <laughs> the that was said in might as well talk for seven minutes <laughs> what it was also this is probably the, it was also right, a line used in uh, Lollipop Chainsaw Come on. All right. All right. All right. We have, I snapped. Oh, nice. I snapped at our studio Dr. audience. Dr. Zelda Woman is <laughs> We have to get our studio audience review of The Beyond. The Beyond. For possibly the first time ever, I will agree with Tom <sighs> that it was... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. We had uh, audio difficulties, <laughs> and uh, we were not able <laughs> to bring you the, the review yeah, of The Beyond by our studio audience. <laughs> It was really enjoyable to watch as a group. I would not go home and just watch it alone. You probably would. <laughs> Colin definitely would. But that's what we're saying. That's right. the experience. We're all kind of agreeing that that's right. the experience. I don't you need think to do that it. That like, no, I agree with movie. Tom too. Like, if you go home and watch it by yourself, it'd just be like, I wouldn't call it a bad movie, but you know, you're not going to look at it for technically quote proficiency. Unquote, that it's a bad movie. Do you Doesn't mean what you're talking about. Of course it didn't. Dude, it just made no sense. Come on! It doesn't make it a bad movie. They yeah. were loading bullets from the barrel. How can that be good? <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta let that go. Let that one go. Oh, come on! You don't need to turn Wait. the mic towards him. No, is this yeah. what it's like every week? Yeah, you pretty much. Like at work. You should have seen Pirate, pirate yeah. Week. <laughs> Keep that mic farther away from me. <laughs> <you. laughs> Because it's possible that it's a good movie because it's it was simply, because it because it was simply entertaining. Oh. Yeah, that's all a movie needs to be. Yep. It's to entertaining. Say that it was good to label it a good movie. It could be good because it entertained you. I just yeah. wait it has on. To be good I, because it was made. I just got to say that this is a shitty made movie, but for sure. Thank you, studio right. audience. Get all, right. Down. all right, all right. Everyone can hear you. All right. <laughs> Like I said, I'm going to be bringing some pretty, like... Fucking Star Wars. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Star Wars. Phantom Menace. I don't oh, want to talk oh, no. about it. No, don't do it. Don't. I don't want to talk about it. That's a good movie, right? <laughs> You're right. That, I fucking that's such a great it. movie. It's a good movie. I'm totally agreeing with you. They're, they're good movies. Boom. They're, they're not going to win any awards, but they're good movies. Boom. Some movies should just be forgotten <laughs> and buried. He, yeah, he's very, very loud. I'm sorry. I apologize, folks. Freaks. Wow. This is probably the most nonsensical just, podcast know, okay. ever. Well, see, I no, don't know he's loud. He has a good TV. He's Tom. I think I'm madhouse. I want to say something. Coming up from my alcoholic stupor. To say, I don't know if, I don't know if Travis is experiencing this tonight. 
But I just cannot believe, I can't believe that I got everybody sitting around arguing the merits of the beyond. This is like, you know, a, a dream come true. I think it's a frustrating. Dream <laughs> <laughs> Fucking frustrating. That's awesome. I didn't even and realize hopefully all, that. all you kids out there, you're going to go track this movie down. Please track go it down. Go watch it. Track it down. Yeah. yeah. Worth it. All right. Well, I think maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe I think okay. that's it. It feels so, like about right. Yeah. That's this, has been, this has been magical. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom, what are you saying? Fuck? Tom's pointing. What are Tom's you? pointing at me. He wants to go outside. <laughs> we're going to settle this beyond thing. Yeah, we're going to settle this later. <laughs> uh, no, it's... Uh, what's your pick? Oh, bam. What's, what's uh, coming up man, next? Man, my pick for next week is going to be... Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, a Studio Ghibli cartoon. Another cartoon... Travis with the cartoons. Me with the cartoons. I'm going to prove that, that there's more to these things than just crazy kid entertainment. Right. We can also talk about, we, so we can talk about future Studio Ghibli joints. Like, there's a video game that was released last Save year. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. These are the, some of the topics that we're going to be talking about. Some of them. Some of them. Enticing. This is a preview. You know, like, uh, there's a video game made by Studio Ghibli. We can talk about that. We can talk about other. I prefer the cat bus, but, you know. We can talk about the cat bus. Stay Who's tuned. And the rabbit spaceship. I knew that was coming back. The rabbit wow. spaceship. All right, so, fellow freaks out there, as always, you can get a hold of us at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. Please do. Yeah, uh, We could read your email on the air, and you could become as famous as us. You can also reach us at satfreakshow. On Twitter, because all everybody's on Twitter. You're on Twitter, right? Yep. Because if you, you aren't, be. then you know. I mean, come on. And SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com is our address on the World Wide Web, where you can look up all of our past episodes. We're on iTunes. We are. Bam. You're on. They're on Podbay. We're on Podbay as well. We're on Podbay. We're on the Internet Archive or whatever the Internet Archive. The Internet We're Archive. We're yes. everywhere. Embrace. We us. are available. Yeah. We seek us out. We Take need our knowledge. Love it. And explore all therein. <laughs> my, my microphone is wet. I think I've been spitting. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>